Good evening. One of the great gifts of our faith is that there are multiple things, multiple ways to do things. There's a, we're kind of a both and religion. I mean, Jesus became human, fully divine, and fully human. There is, so when we comes to examine our consciences daily, there are a couple ways that we can do that. One primary way is to, is to go through the Ten Commandments and look, reflect upon them in our own lives and to see how we, are, how we do, how we have done with them. If we have succeeded with God's grace, done well with certain commandments, praise God. If we have done well poorly, if we've sinned, if we've failed at some of the commandments, well, those are the areas we need to repent from. There's another way to examine our consciences, and I would say that the saints had lived these, this way very well. These, it's the way of the Beatitudes. To examine our consciences by way of reflecting upon the Beatitudes we just heard in this gospel passage. As I mentioned, these saints that we're celebrating today they examined their consciences well and they repented well and they were able to become more and more like Christ in their lives. And so they became holy. They became, they got, well, they made it to their place of eternal destination, heaven with God, the place of peace, joy, beatitude. <clears throat> so, instead, so tonight I want to, I want to talk about that the Beatitudes in my homily. Not all of them, but just two of them. The first one, Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are they who mourn. Now, what is it that we mourn, or we should mourn? One is our own sins. Our own sin and sinfulness, and how we have offended God in that kind of way. When we sin, we offend God, and we, well, we need to implore his mercy, and that, make, can, that should make us sad. That should make us mourn. And that mourning should cause us to repent out of sorrow for our sins, because God is so good to us. He loves us so much. And when we sin, we offend that good God, that beautiful, loving God we have. And so that sinfulness is a thing that we should mourn, that we should be sad about. The second thing within that mourning is we should mourn also the objective evils in our world. The fact that there is war going on right now in the Holy Land. We should mourn over that. Terrorism, we should mourn over that. We should be mourning and sad over the fact that we, that we have abortion in our, in our state, in our country. And many people are turning away from God in that kind of way, losing respect for the human body and the human person themselves. We should mourn over that. But yet what happens is that our world tries to damper that, tries to make that not mournful, not hurt. My way of saying, 
or it's okay to do whatever you want with whomever you want to do it, whenever you want to do it. Moral relativism is rampant in our society. And that's what will cause a lack of sadness for sin. Because under moral relativism, there is the idea that, oh, as long as you're not affecting me and my, my search for happiness, my desire for pleasure, you're okay to do what you want to do. That's what moral relativism would say. And that would get rid of that, that ache, that sadness we have, that we could have, I should say, for our sins. So we see here that our society is very much against that second command, that second beatitude there. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. We will be comforted by Jesus if we mourn for our sins and, re- and if we repent from them. And then if we mourn, we are sad about the objective evils in our world today. He will comfort us if we are able to, if we do that. The second beatitude and the last one I'd like to be, to comment on is blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they will be satisfied Jesus on the cross said I thirst I thirst what did Jesus thirst for he, thir- he thirsted for you he thir- thirsted for me he thirsted for our he thirsts for our souls and whenever we thirst for righteousness whenever we thirst for him, whenever we thirst for that, we desire that to live light, rightly before God, we are returning that favor. We're saying, Lord, I love you. Thank you for thirsting for me. I am now thirsting for you because I want you above all things in my life. I don't want myself anymore because I know myself being a sinful person but I want you. That's what thirsting for righteousness looks like. When we come to realize that I am nothing in front of God, that I can do nothing in front of God, except for what he has given me the ability to do, that's what I can do. He is the one who gives me everything. When we thirst for righteousness, we are realizing that we have a need for God that I'm not perfect, that, I have, that God gives me everything I need, that everything is dependent upon him, not upon me. And so it's a very humble way of looking at ourselves and looking at our way with God. When we thirst for righteousness, what a gift that is. When we are able to thirst for, our, for God in the way he thirsts for us, That's what thirsting for righteousness is. And we will be satisfied, he says. What a wonderful consolation that is. He will not leave us hanging. But he will satisfy that thirst. He will give us himself. And the way he does that is through the Eucharist. We get to receive him every time we we come to Mass, if we are in the state of grace. We're able to do that. He's able to, when we give him ourselves, and have a thirst for him, he's able to to quench and satisfy that thirst through giving us of himself in the Eucharist. So these saints we're celebrating today had 
their holy sorrow over their sins and over the objective evils in the world. These also these saints also desire to to thirst for God and had that thirst for God like He has for us. He has for them. And this is challenging. But yet these saints have done it. We're calling to mind today these saints' witness and their intercession for us as we walk this world, walk in this world, living for God. Let's pray to the saints today. Let's ask our Lord that we may have that hunger for righteousness, that we may have a hunger for him, and that we may be able to have holy sorrow for our sins and the evils of the world. All holy men and women, saints of God, pray for us.